Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hi, and welcome to Everything is Fine, a podcast for women over 40. We are your hosts. I'm Kim France. And I'm Jen Romolini. <laughs> and it's Wednesday, guys, and we are recording our third podcast of the week today. Yes, and um, it shouldn't even be that big of a deal. It's not like tarring roofs. Like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> but we're used to doing it once a week, but we had a production scheduling issue and we lost an episode and all kinds of things. So we're doing three this week. Um, and I don't know why why it's rattling both of us so much. <laughs> it's a lot of like, you know, having to perform on cue, like, is okay once a week? Once a week feels about right. Yeah. Like all week we've been like, we've been talking about things and then we're like, no, save it, save it, save it for the show. Don't, don't talk about it. Don't talk about that. We're going to need everything for the show. Yes. Um, well, I, I guess I should say before we get into it, I think there are still tickets available for our live show in New York on April 9th at Caveat. Uh, we'll put that link in our show notes. If you want to come in person, it's at 4 PM on Easter. I know. And also <laughs> there is a live stream available. Um, so you can watch it live or you can get a ticket and you can watch it not live for the entire week after the show is um, out. I think it's going to be fun. I think yeah. it's actually going to be fun. I do have a whole new, like now that I've kind of pretty much sorted what I'm wearing to get married in. Okay. Yes, you have. Yes. That I feel like is, is well on its way to being a reality. Now I'm stressed about what to wear to the live show because I know you're going to bring it as you do. I mean, bringing it is, is, <laughs> it's like, it's like, this is not like, I might be a fashion. Don't, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like anything you wear is going to be fine. I don't know what I'm going to wear yet. I really, I don't, it really depends on a lot of things, weather, my mood, um, but yeah. we're going to coordinate. It's going to be fine. But yeah, we have, um, well, we don't have anyone confirmed except your mom. <laughs> <laughs> No, we have another person confirmed. Are we going to say, are we, we don't want them to be surprises. Should, oh, we just should, we, say? should we just say the other person? 
The other person who we have who I think is going to be really great is Amy Rigby. Amy Rigby is going to sing a song on our live show, and I am really excited about that. Like, I could cry just thinking about it. I'm excited. I've put in my request. Okay, good. For which song I'd like to hear. I feel like that's yours. I know. I feel like I feel like that is, that is yours to do, yes, and I'm glad, and it is up to her ultimately. But yes, she's going to sing at least one song, and we're super psyched for that. Yes, we are. And then we're going to, because you guys have asked a, a lot- a surprising amount. We are going to have my mom as a guest. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Your mom's going to come up on stage and talk to us live. I have not seen your mom since 2005. I know. I was tell- I was explaining to my mom yesterday that she had met you once. Yes. In uh, Sag Harbor or in yep. somewhere, somewhere. In the oh, North yeah. Fork. Yeah. On the, the North, North Fork. Fork. Yep. Um, because I remember my mom when she met, when she was, she was in the habit of when she was introduced to people saying, nice to know you. (laughs) And it used to drive me crazy. And before they came over that day, I was like, my mom is going to meet you and she's going to say nice to know you. (laughs) She did. And we were like holding our laughter in like a couple of five-year-olds. That was a funny funny trip that we took together. I think that we was went, a funny trip. I think we went to bed at like nine every night. Like <laughs> <laughs> we weren't we weren't old. We weren't old, but the other thing that happened, we had I still had a company car. Mm-hmm. It was a convertible. It was a little Audi convertible, two seater. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, and we were driving out to the North Fork of Long Island. I'm like, and I had pretty much instructed you that you were coming away with me for the weekend. Yes, you had. You had in the office. You were like, you're coming. And I was like, all right. I called Alex. I got to go. <laughs> yeah, not the best boundaries for me. But we, I, we get, you get in the car and I'm like, let's listen to some Led Zeppelin. And you're like, yeah, let's drive out and listen to Led Zeppelin. And we had made it like halfway through one side. And we're like, wow, Led Zeppelin really kicks your ass. <laughs> It was too much. It was too intense. It was a lot. We also had your old dog, Weetsy Bat. Weetsy Bat. She was in rough shape. I was feeding her like a um, a bottle cap full of water every half hour. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Weetsy. Weetsy was an old dog then. <laughs> like not, she was uh, an old, matted, oh, poor Weetsy moody bat. little shit. I know. I was thinking... I was thinking about dead pets this morning. So I was thinking about my poor Sammy, who I lost during quarantine. You lost a dog during quarantine? Yes, I used to have two dogs. I didn't. I don't remember that. Wow, that must have sucked. What happened? Well, Sammy had been diabetic for a number of years, so he, I, I gave him shots of insulin twice a day. He was a very oh high God. maintenance dog, and um, he he was incontinent. He wore a diaper. Oh my like god. He was, he was not an easy dog to love, but I loved him so. Yeah. He would pee everywhere. I loved him so much. He was such a sweet boy. And then one night during quarantine, he just um he he when he was walking, he started slipping. Mm. And sp- he had these spasms that night. He had a seizure, another mm. seizure, and then we took him to the hospital and in the morning they were like, it's, you know, they just give you the talk where they tell you the time is here. Aww. And I was devastated. Of course. I was yeah. devastated. I, I, it, it's, it's so heartbreaking. They really like, you know, they're worth it. They're worth the heartbreak in the end, but only just because it's so painful when you lose a pet. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand that, especially with dogs. Like I got these old bitchy cats <laughs> like, <laughs> and like one of them is just straight up evil. Like 
I don't know what happened to her. There's something when we moved her across the country, she was just never the same. Like she's a calico and they're known to be bitchy anyway. But when we moved her across the country, just her brain in, in, in flight, just the chemistry changed and she just attacks everybody. Like I've, I've posted a lot about it. Like I have to like lock her away when the cleaning people come because she will attack. I mean, really like to the point where she will corner them in, she will corner them like just on attack. And, um, I, I do think about her dying a lot. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she's, she's 15 and I'm like, how, how much longer are you going to live? Like, this is crazy that you just keep, you're unhappy being alive. But anyway, well, maybe on some level she has a lot to live for. Maybe I mean she maybe just terror. Maybe she enjoys terrorizing every single member of this family. My kid, me, Alex, the dog, the other cat. <laughs> you know, once when my brother, my younger brother Todd and I were home from school in Houston, we were driving around one day and we saw someone giving away kittens. So we're like, "Well, bring one home. It'll be fun." Oh yeah, kittens seem like the best because kittens are the best. But then they turn into cats, which are which we were just talking about, right? Mm -hmm. And um, we brought the cat home, and then because we were teenagers, we're like, "We'll smoke pot and blow it in its face and no. see what happens." <laughs> and we turn that cat evil. I don't we know. <laughs> It may not have been us. It may have been the cat, but the cat seemed normal before we thought it was funny to blow smoke in its face. And that cat would just, it was like entering my mom's apartment was like facing a foe every time. Just like, rah, rah. and finally we come home from school and we're like, mom, where's the cat? She's like, the cat, the cat went off to a nice place. I'm like, what happened to the cat? She's like, I drove the cat to a nice neighborhood and <laughs> let it out. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is like how my dad, I mean, I have so many bad pet stories growing up, but because my parents would let us get all these pets, but nobody knew how to take care of them. So it was just nonstop pets and nonstop pet death. But I did have this cat, Smokey, <laughs> who my dad accidentally ran over in the driveway oh, and no. told us that he, that the cat committed suicide. <laughs> The cat was looking really depressed yes. right before you. My dad was like, you know, he wanted to die. I could tell. <laughs> like, no responsibility Amazing. that he ran this cat over. And like, granted, the cat was old and he would he would probably lay under the tire to for warmth is the truth. But anyway, and for the longest time, I told this story like, well, yeah, my cat committed suicide. Like, I believed it. <laughs> Because we believe the things our parents say. Of course, of course. And like, also, why didn't he just tell me it went to a farm? I didn't, see, it was during the day. I didn't see it. He like, could have told you anything. He could it have was... told us anything. It could have said, you know, a friend really wanted the cat. I gave it to them. Anything. <laughs> oh my God. Committed suicide. <laughs> I mean, really in, in today's parlance, it would be died by suicide, but still, um, what else let's, is let's happening? Get, let's get the phraseology right for cat suicide. <laughs> let's really stay on top of that. For fake cat suicide. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying? I was just going to say, what else is happening, Kim France? Well, um, let's see. With the wedding planning, you know, the wedding planning is happening, which is good, finally, because it's happening in a little over a month, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. had a little call with the caterers yesterday. Okay. Like it's going to be a whole party. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. We're going to have a great time. They said, what is your, they were like, 
what is your vision for this party? What do you want your guests to feel? (laughs) (laughs) Drunk. No. I was like, I want them to feel like it was a really good party and they can't believe how fast it went. That's a, that's a really, that is a, that last part is a really smart thing about part to think about parties because when parties are dragging, there's nothing worse when you're just like, Oh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. This is, that's <laughs> yeah, one of the reasons I didn't want to have like a traditional wedding because yeah. like I've, we've all been at weddings where it's like life is short. Weddings are long. <laughs> just, especially my first wedding, we had a Catholic ceremony, the full, the full 50 minute sit down, kneel, stand up, sing, in front of the virgin, the whole thing. <laughs> I went to a wedding once that wasn't Catholic. It was Episcopal, mm-hmm. but they still like take communion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the communion, like half, half two thirds of the people there stood up to take communion. Communion's so weird. I mean, no, no offense to Catholicism. Like, you know, I, I, I was raised Catholic. I did all the things I was a confirmed and christened and What's the one? Oh, communion. And I even got, I did all the sacraments. I even got married Catholic. I did every single sacrament. Um, And, you know, there was some, you know, there, there was something in the ritual of it. The churches are beautiful. Like I, I, I understand. And I went to church and, and I did confession and all of that shit. Like I, really? I get it. Yeah. I mean, I did, did the whole thing. I mean, my parents weren't so into it. So my mom, like before I would go into confession, be like, she would say, Okay, so don't say anything really bad. Just like say this. (laughs) (laughs) She was always gaming things with the priest, but like my grandmother was really like picture of the Pope on the wall, like the dried, you know, uh, palm for Palm Sunday, Ash Wednesday, you know, Mm -hmm. the ashes on your forehead, the whole fucking thing. She was really into it. And I went with her a lot. And I just can't believe I did that. Like it's so far from my life now, although. I feel like, do you ever feel like you wish you had a little spirituality in your life? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I do sometimes wish I did. And I think on some level, I kind of do. I think there are times in my life where I wasn't making the right decisions to survive. And yet somehow I survived. Interesting. Yes. I mean, the Mr. Magoo way that I moved through the world from like, you know, 1993 to 2000 and (laughs) is, you know, some, something was keeping me alive. Um, no, and I do have a sense of spirituality, even if it's, you know, meditation and energy and all of that. And, you know, trying to, to, it's probably more Buddhist than anything else at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what ladies our age settle into. Yeah. Just (laughs) settle into Buddhism. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I grew up going to religious school. I went to religious school every Saturday until I was 16 years old. You did? Wait, I yeah. didn't know this about you. So wait, I never I never knew that Judaism was like important to your upbringing. It was, it was there. I mean, my brothers were bar mitzvahed in those days. And in Texas, there weren't a lot of bat mitzvahs. So that was never a, that was never something that was a possibility for me. And I was psyched because I didn't want to go to Hebrew school in addition to religious school on Saturday. Okay. Okay. And, um, yeah, I mean, what I remember about my religious instruction is like learning about the Holocaust, like every year in religious school, it's like, okay, here's our Holocaust class again. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds like not, that sounds like a bummer. I mean, it's really. just kind of a bummer. Yeah. But, um, 
you know, our temple had like a youth rabbi and, you know, a Mm -hmm. guitar playing. This woman, Debbie Friedman, who went on to be like a very big deal in like the religious Jewish music scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know there was such a thing, but okay. She would sing to us, you know, not by might and not by power, by spirit alone. May all men live in peace. There, I didn't know that was coming out today. Uh, wow, I I love it. See, music <laughs> just locks in there. It's never gone. All it's those never songs gone. are never gone. I can sing like my fourth grade school song. Um, I remember that. No, I... in. in in my, because I also went to, um, I think it was called CCD, and I had to go because I didn't go to Catholic school, so I had to go to CCD on every Wednesday afternoon, and or whatever it was. I remember from my spiritual education just learning shame. Like I think that was that <laughs> was just the whole thing: guilt and shame. Wow. You are terrible for being on this planet. God alone can fix you. You know, you are not Lord. I am not worthy to receive you but only say the words and I shall be healed. And um, that's, you know, that's, that's intense when you're five. Yeah. That's heavy. That's heavy. Yeah. I remember saying to my grandmother, I am worthy. I remember legitimately saying that and her, her like smacking me in the, in the, in the wow. pew, like, you know, shut up. You're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I gained, I mean, I gained nothing from my religious education. I was, I was resentful that I had to do it. You know, it was, it was, it othered me in Texas. Yes, yes, yes. That makes sense. No, I like the outfits. I like the outfits. There was like, you know, you basically wear a bridal dress in communion when you marry mm-hmm. God, which I loved being a mini bride. I thought that was fucking <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> and then like you wear a big robe and you get to get a new name when you get confirmed, like you get a new middle name. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, and then the spirituality, I, 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 admire people who have a kind of rigorous relationship to spirituality. I do too. I mean, within reason, everything within, at this point, everything within reason, everything in moderation, everything, you know, I mean, I don't know. I know friends who got really into, who've gotten into their fifties, really into Christianity. And, you know, maybe I was soured on it young, but, um, you know, I, I, it, it works for them, whatever works for you, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I like being Jewish. I like it culturally. I like the fact that, you know, there is nothing anywhere in the Jewish religion that says that a woman can't have an abortion or, you know, agency. Yeah. I mean, not that certain sects of Judaism aren't very bad for the ladies because yeah. <laughs> I think they Yeah, I would say that. No, I would prefer I would have preferred to have been practicing Judaism. I mean, and once <laughs> I figured that out, I was like, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> like this is this sucks. Um, but, um, I mean, the only thing we got better was Christmas, honestly. And really Christmas is so much better. It's not even funny. Christmas is so much better, but like Catholic Christmas, isn't that, it's not like it's, it's Christmas. It's the, it's the American Christmas. It's the, you know, it's the Santa Christmas. It's not, yeah. not the religious Christmas. That's so fucking great. Yeah. And yeah. Easter is weird. So Easter is, well, Easter is especially hard if you're Jewish. Cause it's like, Oh yeah, you think we did it? (laughs) And then it came back. (laughs) No, the whole thing is just—it's so bloody and so terrible. But also eating the body of Christ and the blood of Christ. Anyway, we should probably stop talking about religion. I don't know. (laughs) No, we're only going to upset someone. Yeah, and I'm not. The thing is about me is I am not educated enough to talk about religion in any kind of thoughtful way. And I know what I don't know. 
Let's take a quick break from some ads. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S O. L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. And we're back. So let's talk about something else. What have you been watching? You know, I would love to tell you I've been watching something great and new, but I haven't been. I need a new show. I've been watching I've been watching old episodes of Party Down in preparation for, in preparation of, why can't I think? In preparation for, for. I think. For, in preparation for. for, yes. For that show, which is back. Like it, you know, it's about a bunch of catering, a catering crew. That that show, that the original, the original episodes of that show, original seasons of that show are brilliant. So funny. And so Paul, funny. I was looking at Paul Rudd is one of the guys who created it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Paul Rudd and a couple of his buddies. So I've been watching that, but I, yeah, nothing really. No, I've tried a couple things that haven't thrilled me. What have you been watching? Kind of same, honestly. There's a lot of good things that are coming back. The crown is coming soon and success. I think the crown is coming soon, but succession is coming. S- soon. Succession is coming and there's something else coming. Like there's a lot coming back, but I've been watching, um, Okay, so Poker Face has turned out to be, I think, a brilliant show. Like this, as there's a couple of episodes, like toward the very end, and by the time this comes out, it will have been completed. I haven't seen the season finale yet, but the last episode with Joseph Gordon-Levitt was just like, I, I really, it was so good. It was so layered, so complicated, so good. I mean, some of them, you know. No, I loved them all. This is the truth. I mean, I think some are stronger than others, but there was like one with Nick Nolte that's amazing. So that's a really good show. Um, but really what I've been watching, I got obsessed one day with, you know, that, you know, that Murdoch guy who murdered, yes. his, who murdered his wife and son. Okay. Yeah. So there's a whole like Netflix, basically three part dateline of that show. Like it is not well made. It is just a, just a whatever. I I was like I need to know everything about these freaks. They're just <laughs> murdering everybody. There's so many murders. So it's like the son 
one of the sons, like they're just like rich pieces of shit. It's a sin. I mean, I feel bad to even say it, but like just spoiled jerk offs and they look like redheaded devils. And the son like killed, like was drunk boating. He insisted on driving this boat. He drove it into a bridge. A girl like fell off and got killed. And like, that was really bad. But also like their housekeeper was murdered. There was a boy in the eldest son's school who was gay and maybe the eldest son was having an affair with him. And this guy, this kid comes up murdered. It's just like, there's so much Weird. murder around these people. It was like a, like a, a real life, um, like Fargo or something. Like I had, I had to know what was going on with these people and it's, it's a lot and it's really, it's really gross. And like, as you're watching it, even the heroes, cause it's like deep South Carolina and I'm not sure about this, but even like the heroic people here, you get the sense that everybody, the good guys and the bad guys are Trump supporters, but I was still like into it. I was like, I don't know anything about this part of the country. And wow, this is a lot. Yeah. Well, not, not, I, I, you know, not, not everybody in the South is a Trump supporter. Yeah. It looked like in this particular part of the country, in this like very rural South Carolina, it seemed that way, but maybe not. But, um, and also who cares? Like I, I, you know, whatever. Anyway, it's a, I watched that and it was trash and, um, I just put it in my veins. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, um, you know, the, uh, there was apparently some big, um, there's a show Vanderpump rules, which I don't watch, which is mm-hmm. on Bravo. I try not to watch Bravo. And, um, there was, I don't even know why I'm telling the story. There was some crazy thing that happened. Like one of the men was having an affair with one of the women. They were both married. Mm-hmm. But then it turned out that it was fake. Oh, was it fake? I think then it turned out that it was a promotional thing and it was fake. I, I don't know. I feel too manipulated by that kind of reality TV to watch it because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you're you're staging something that we're all pretending is real, but we're not pretending. And I just can't. No, I can't either. I mean, there were there was a time when I would watch some Real Housewives, but I can't now. I, I I can't in any way indulge in that. I've also discussed that I grew up around women who were in constant conflict and often drunk and loud, and and I just can't. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. It's just too much for me. It's too much for me to like watch that kind of um, dumb chaos. It is dumb chaos. That's exactly what it is. You know, invented chaos. Invented chaos, dumb chaos. Yeah, performative chaos, the whole thing. Now, there's something I want to ask you about because the first time you went to go see your energy healer, yes, we got a comment somewhere that was like, Kim, oh, it was on my blog. And she was like, Kim, you just shot Jen down in the unkindest way when she was talking about the energy healer. And I felt really bad that I wasn't supportive of your visit to the energy healer. And I know you went to the energy healer again. <laughs> well, first off, this is the dumbest conversation in the world. <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> embarrassing. Also, that person was not as articulate as that. That person was just taking a shot at you, which, you know, we've discussed before. People just love to take shots. And the person was like, and I'm not listening to the podcast anymore. Jen, go find your own podcast. It was like, yes. <laughs> like this is one of my best friends in the whole world. Like, it's, shut up. Um, I did not feel that. Um, I thought you were being funny because also it's inherently funny and dumb that I'm going to an energy healer. (laughs) I will say I love her and I really do feel like 
there's some, it doesn't matter. Energy healer is so stupid. What is energy? There's something about this lady and myself that feels very connected. And I feel like she can read me pretty, she can read me. I mean, I don't think psychics are real. I don't think anything. I think there are hypersensitive people in this world. I happen to be one of them who can feel what other people are kind of feeling. It's just like you get a vibe. You're just getting vibes all day. It's not nice. It's a very unpleasant way to be in the world. Actually, it's hypersensitivity is, is I wouldn't recommend it. But I went this last week because I was like, well, I'm turning 50. There's a couple of things I would like to like shake loose that are bothering me. And it's kind of like, you know, it's like a little bit of like massage, breath work, and some some energy healing because cranial sacral, I don't know if you've ever had that. I have, yeah. It's actually amazing. And like Reiki can be amazing. Like all of these things are nice. There was a time when I thought any massage or body work I had had to be intense and really deep yeah. to do any good. And then I started getting migraines and the, I was working with a massage therapist who did craniosacral. And it's like your body can have as big a reaction to a massage where it's not having lots of pressure. Yes, your body can have that 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 same kind of reaction, but also... We can, I think we, we just take things on that are not ours to take on. And one of the things that this woman has given me, so after I see her, she sends me a video with all of these exercises and it's, it's, and a mantra and like, for whatever it's worth, I'm not even this much of a hippie. I'm like a little, I'm a cynic as well. But one thing is I take on other people's shit. I, I, I don't have very good boundaries and I take on other people's shit. And one thing she said that in the morning I should do a meditation and I should say the mantra, I disconnect from anything that doesn't belong to me and I send it to its rightful domain. And <laughs> I've been doing it and I've been happier and lighter. So whatever, whatever works, whatever works. Whatever works. Going to church, seeing an energy healer, grabbing some crystals. I don't give a shit. You're not hurting anybody. No, if it works, it works. It works, it works. Um, so yes, I did go to her and actually I I, I feel great again. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want to go get go to an energy healer. Come out here. I'll 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 uh, I'll, I'll find you one. Also, if I'm going to be in California, just like just go full California. Why not? Who cares? Why not? Who cares? It's really true. Um, I've been reading some good newsletters lately. Tell me about them. So there's one by AJ Delario um, that I really love, and it's um, the Small Bow. I think it's called, or the Small Bow. It's I think it's Small Bow, uh, B O W, and it is um, it is about his life in recovery. But he's also, if you don't know A.J. Delario, he was the gawker editor who got into all that trouble with Hulk Hogan, who got into that Mm -hmm. big case with Hulk Hogan, who was like, you know, I think probably an ambition monster, but also had some addicted tendencies or was a full-blown drug addict, alcoholic, I forget exactly what, but is now a dad of three kids and is in recovery. And it is this really lovely newsletter where every week he kind of gives an update on his recovery, talks about his fallibilities, talks about like his toxic traits in a really honest and vulnerable way. And, you know, I'm a paid subscriber to it because I I think he's a really good writer. I think he's, it's short too, which I like. Sometimes newsletters go on for so long and I'm like, oh God, you need a fucking editor. He knows how to be an editor. And I I always take something from it. Like, and he also does like this chart at the bottom, like how anxious he's been, what he's been anxious about, how many times he meditated, if he went to therapy, 
how many times he worked out, et cetera. And it's just like fun keeping track with somebody else, like in the world, like of their progress of being a person. It's, it's, right. it's really, it's, I don't know. I find it really touching and beautiful. Um, he also had a podcast for a minute that I'm forgetting the name of that was really good, which was about addiction to all kinds of different things, but it was just conversations about addiction, which I, I thought was, um, I, I just think he's good in the world. Although this does lead me to something, which have you heard the term podcast, bro? Yes, I have. Okay. I have not. And apparently like young women don't want to date guys with podcasts because um, (laughs) the form, I read this in the times this week, they associate the form with a certain kind of man, one who is endlessly fascinated by his own opinions, loves the sound of his own voice, and isn't the least bit shy about offering unsolicited opinions on masculinity, sexuality, and women. Anyway. It's funny. I didn't know that. I was aware of it as an expression. I didn't know it. And then I was like, are we podcast bros? <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that what we are? But like the, the middle-aged lady version of it? I don't, I don't think so. What are you, um, what are you, have you bought anything recently? Like makeup or anything? It's fun. Um, well I did buy, I mean, I bought, I bought that Yves Saint Laurent tuxedo jacket. You did it. You did it. I did it. And that I bought it on Net-A-Porter because the Yves Saint Laurent store will not let you return things except for store credit, which is so stupid. Oh my God. Wow. So I bought it on Net-A-Porter and then I went on Net- a few days ago and I went on Net-A-Porter today and they're having like, you know, spend $500, get 25% off. And I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. But then I looked and it, they, they were not part of it. Oh, good, 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 good. So I, I, I had like an anger spiral and then I was like, oh, okay. I wouldn't have saved any money anyway. That happens all the time. I'm just like, why am I so dumb? Like, why does like, <laughs> this dumb thing happen? <laughs> um, well, I have figured out finally. So my lip, the, the texture of my lips is sort of changing. Like lipstick is not as easy to put on for some reason or it like slips off. So I've been um, using a uh, makeup forever there's like this, um, I have to take off my glasses to look at this. There's a, um, there's like a, just a co- artist color pencil it's called. And I've been using like a lip pencil in like a, a, sh- a nude shade, basically the color of your lips before I put on lipstick and it's made me be able to wear lipstick again. I want to try that trick. It's a good, it's a really good trick. And it also like gives like this nice foundational base and this makeup forever liner or whatever it is can also be used as an eyeliner, which I've been doing too. And it's just like a very nice, um, color. It's what it's called wherever walnut. And it's just, it's like, it's, it's nice for your eyes. Cause it's like a nice, um, like warm Brown and it's nice for your lips too. So that's my big trick of the week. Oh, and I got Morpheus eight last week and it did nothing <laughs> except her. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know yet. Do you think, you know, yet it did nothing. I don't know yet. I only got the one, like I, I didn't buy the package of three cause I was like, I don't know how I'm going to react to this. It was an intense, if you don't know what Morpheus 8 is, it's micro needling plus radio frequency. And it is incredibly painful. They numb your face for an hour. It's still kind of painful. And then you have like this weird dotted face for um, three days afterwards and it's all swollen and scabby. And so maybe I don't know yet, but I was really hoping that it was going to like transform the texture of my neck skin and not so much yet. Yeah. You're supposed to get three though, but I don't know if I fucking wanted to endure this three times. 
Yeah, it sounds horrible. Yeah, it wasn't that great. It sounds horrible. I'm trying to decide. I am going to get. I am going to get some injections before I get married. I mean, it makes sense. What do you think you're going to do? A filler? Don't know. I'm going to wait and see what they say. Oh yeah, just go to somebody good and just go to like a. Just go to somebody good. They'll know exactly what to say and what to do. Yeah, I just you know I won't be. I, I'll be like, don't do anything. Don't touch too much. And right. Don't so make me look weird. Don't make me look yeah. weird. I mean, that's you have to just be like I. Like you have to be on the conservative side, but yeah, it'll be fun. While I was in there, this other lady came in. Um, by the way, I go to Los Feliz Med Spa. If anybody, I found like the, I found like a cheap, good esthetician in in LA because I was sick of paying like four thousand dollars every time I walked into like the Beverly Hills people's offices. And while I was in there, this other lady came in because I had told her I may, might want some filler, and she was like, "Oh, and we could do this if we could do this." And I was like, "Oh, I don't know." No, Um, I am thinking about doing my lips though. I mean, a little bit. Why not? A little bit. Yeah. So my, my, my lips are getting thin. Like that thing that happens is happening to me. Yeah. I mean, I think a little bit, I, the thing that I'm, we're not supposed to talk about this on the podcast. We get so many complaints when we talk about vanity on the podcast, but fuck it. I'm doing it anyway. The thing that I'm probably going to do is I, your chin loses collagen as you get older and that actually makes a big, it really changes the way your jawline looks for some mm-hmm. people, not everybody. And I have a kind of sunken in chin and they put filler in your chin under your lip and like bring it up to the level of your lips. And it changes the whole, I've had it done and it changes the whole look of your jawline without looking like really anything. Wow. So, um, that, cause if you're, if your chin starts sinking and it starts just sinking into the whole neck scrunchie. And, um, I might do that. I might not. I don't fucking know. I think we're allowed to talk. I I think we're allowed to talk about vanity and I think we're allowed to talk about the things that we're considering doing to our faces. And I think that we should normalize that. I really do. And it isn't like, I hate myself. I want to do this. It's like, I, like, I was like looking in the mirror today, even just thinking like, you look, you know, you're all right. Like I, I feel okay about my looks these days, but I, I think it's okay. It's just, it's the most American thing in the world to like, you know, why should only those who are beautiful and age beautifully get to be beautiful and age beautifully? Why can't everyone? Yeah. And I, I know for me that the little bit of Botox I get every three months or every five months, whatever I do, I really like it. I like the result of it. I like the way I like not having all of my, I like not having so many wrinkles. I just do like, yeah. and it's for me. Like it's not for anybody else. I like it, you know? So, you know, I, I saw somebody Clementine Ford, who's like a big feminist online who gets a lot of shit online. Um, she's Australian and she's, I think 41. She just did a post about the injections that she gets. And, um, she was like, I do it cause I fucking like it. And I don't think we should be ashamed to talk about it. And yeah, I, I agree. And like, I also, totally respect everybody's way of doing this, you know, whatever it is, a whole lot, a whole little, nothing at all, whatever, whatever it is for you. And I also love a turtleneck. So, you know, (laughs) that solves a lot. Bangs in a turtleneck solves a lot. (laughs) It's true, right? It really does. Um, Can I say, can I just say I was, I was reading, um, I, I, I was just looking through Facebook and Rob Sheffield, mm-hmm. who's like the last living paid 
rock critic in the world, wrote a piece about an album that came out in the 90s. And it sounded like right up the twee alley of things I liked, a certain kind of music I yeah. liked in the 90s. And I listened to it and I was like, oh, I know this album. <laughs> and there was a time when I listened to this album all the time. Oh my God. Oh my God. No, it's weird. That is a big thing. I have no idea what I've consumed. Like I have no recall. Like sometimes I'll be like, Dice, did we watch that movie? Did we, have I read that book? I don't know. That's know. the shit that just goes. I mean, it doesn't matter. Who cares? It doesn't matter, but it would, it would be a little less painful if all the seventies pop music lyrics didn't like hang in there so yes. stubbornly. <laughs> yes. Or our, our religious, our religious songs, like how are those things lodged in there? But like, I can't remember like the, the album that I listened to last week. I couldn't tell you. Yep. No, oh, I know. I know. Okay. Let's read a review or two. Let's go. Okay. This one is from Kiki C on the microphone. She says, so funny and smart, make Mondays so much better. I love Kim and Jen, the very funny, honest hosts. Engaging interviews and keeping it real conversations help me keep my sense of humor about the world and or shake my head at it. Also, the Facebook group is very cool and welcoming. Please keep it going forever. Thank you for that. And we probably will, is, <laughs> is the truth, is the truth. Okay. Um, this is from... Celtics 15 or Celtics 15. I don't know if it's like the sports team or the, or Irish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my new friends, Jen and Kim are my new best friends. Every episode connects us. Every episode brings insights for me, a 55 year old woman who is also a mom and a wife and a user of all the profanity. As a writer, I learn from them. As a woman, I laugh with them and comment along with them. This is the best of the best podcasts, always worth a listen and share with others. Thank you, Jen and Kim, for spending time to share all your thoughts. That's so nice. So nice. That's so nice. Um, I don't know if it's this week. I don't know what week this this podcast is coming out, but one of these weeks soon, my project is coming out. Just an announcement. At some point, we'll announce it more fully, but my other podcast project is coming out in the month of March, um, March 30th, actually. So that's going to be really good. Keep, keep on the lookout for that. Um, Thanks for listening to Everything is Fine. We are your hosts. I'm Jen Romolini. And I'm Kim France. If you like the show, please rate and review it on all the podcasts. We read reviews sometimes, five-star reviews, and sometimes we read one-star reviews. <laughs> but don't leave them because I cry. Um, if you want to support the production of the show, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com backslash everything is fine. We do live events there sometimes. We blog there sometimes. When I'm through with these two projects, we're going to make that experience a lot more robust, and that is coming soon. If you want to follow us on social media, we are at EIF Podcast. We're on Facebook, like we just talked about, with a robust Facebook group and private. We're on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. You can follow Kim on her blog, girlsofacertainage.com. You can follow me on tinyletter.com backslash Jennifer Romolini. The show is mixed and edited by Natalie Rivera. We love you, Natalie. Thank you. Three this week. Woo! <laughs> and we'll be back for you listeners next week. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.